0: Hey, y'all, it's Jenny McGrew, and this is the Worship Leaders Collective podcast. Hey, guys, we just want to welcome you to the Wilco podcast. We're excited to have a friend of ours in the studio with us today. His name is Ryan Dahl, um, founder and president of Price Charts. Welcome, Ryan.
1: Great to be here, Jenny
0: So good to have you on the podcast with us. This has been a long time coming, and it's just good to have you with us. Um, What can you, just before we get started here, tell us a little bit about yourself and your family and where you guys live?
1: Well, I live local to you, Jenny. So uh, we're both bearing up the snow. We're not really used to that, this much snow (laughs) here in Vancouver. But uh, so I'm a Canadian. I love to be... uh, Canadian and uh, loving the the weather and the snow and everything up here. I'm a dad of four kids. I basically have raised four kids through the years of Praise Charts. So last year we (laughs) celebrated 20 years with Praise Charts. It was born when my first daughter was born in 1998. And uh, so we're technically in 21 years. They're all through high school Three are in university and uh, one is working with me. So uh, my son just got married last year. So that's a fun side of life. We're looking forward to the next season of maybe one day being a grandpa and uh, and all of that. So that'll be fun.
0: That's so good and so exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you model it well. It's great to watch people's journey, mm-hmm. even on social media land, you know, and... Uh, <laughs> You know, just seeing how much you love people and how much you love your family. And just even I had an opportunity last year to meet the Praise Charts family and yeah. just love the vibe in your guys' space. It it not only looks creative, but it is a creative and thriving space. Yeah. So let's let's lean into that yeah. for a little bit this morning. Um, share with us a little bit, if you wouldn't mind, uh, about the Praise chart story. How did you guys get started and where did the idea come from?
1: Yeah, I think it just started... Like I said, 21 years ago I'm a worship leader in a small church you know packing up every morning into a gym setting out chairs. the, the worst sound system in the world one like one morning I can remember our, there was literally smoke coming from our sound system board so <laughs> that's how bad it was and uh, and I just I think I just had a heart for people wanting to bring different musicians onto my team. I, at one time I had a, a tuba, an oboe, a flute, and a couple of you know backup vocals. That was my modern contemporary worship team. So I was just like, these are people. These are young kids. They're learning their instruments at school. I want to give them a place. I tell you, I was like the hero of those kids' moms. They would come up to me after worship services and just say, thank you so much for making a place for my son. Cause yeah. I don't know where he would fit in otherwise. So wow. I think as I go back, that was probably the heartbeat of it. Is ultimately this isn't about a business or the music. Uh, you know, anything that I think I do, it, it ultimately comes back to it's about people and what does this do to people? What? How do people come together? Gather together? How is community formed around this? And and if I think if there's any sort of eternal, essential meaning to what I do, what I get up and do every It's day. It's, it's got to be about how does what I do ultimately affect people and building community and building friendships and all that kind of stuff that we've just been sharing about this morning. So, so yeah, that's kind of the heartbeat. Then on the flip side of community, there is like a nerd geek side of Ryan Dahl that likes math, technology. I'm an early adopter of you know, all things. I mean, I've basically grown up through the whole world of technology. The internet was just starting in 1998. So I was like into all that stuff and learning HTML and, you know, and Word and, you know, Excel and all these different programs and softwares. And that whole era has grown up with praise charts. So we all take it for granted now. And anyone who's like 12 to 20 doesn't know what it's like to not have that but we discovered all that with praise charts it's, it's been an incredibly fun journey so um so like I love just the math behind music finding rhythms patterns I mean all of that goes in behind how we approach chord charts and lead sheets and I like design and I like fonts I like how things lay out on a page I like charts as in like you know um, lists of songs and I love love to see how songs flow through and new song comes out, it breaks out it you know, it kind of takes over the world and then it sort of dissipates and new songs rise up. I just love watching all of that. Um, I know actually a lot of music publishers and artists who come to praise charts and they just watch the lists to see like, what are the new songs that are sort of rising and falling and, I'm the same. I go to my own site and I want to see the the new songs that are flowing through the church. So uh, I'm kind of a nerd for all that stuff. And it really inspires me every day. So, yeah, that's you a know, bit behind it, me.
0: No, it's so good. And actually, you were just touching on something that's come up a few times in the mm-hmm. last month on Worship Leaders Collective. And that is um, when there's a theme of songs rising. Mm-hmm. in the church.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I I think this person thought that perhaps all the songwriters get together. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you know, and they're all like we're going to write about rain this year. We're right. going to rise about or, or We're we're going to write about arise and we're going to we're going to write about awaken, but yeah. you must notice so the ebbs and flows of what the spirit of God is saying. Yeah. Just in what you see coming forth with the music.
1: For sure, but to be honest, Jenny, I'm probably more amazed by also the diversity in the church uh you know because i'm every day i'm pouring through lists and lists of songs in fact in the last couple of weeks i've been like re-editing the top 500 chord charts and praise charts so i'm like going through all the lyrics and titles and chords and just making sure they're in the exact right place and some of the songs I'm like, wow, I, I just cannot believe the the breadth of the church, the way people express their relationship to God from the ultra charismatic to the very theological and deep. And uh, the church is so broad and hopefully Praise Charts is a bit of a, a platform where there's some sense of unity or togetherness. It's like it's like this pot that we all dip into and find the themes that are really gravitating to, you know, in our churches. And and so uh, certainly there are sometimes these kind of apparent themes that go through nations or countries or even in the world. Uh, You know, like right now we're just in this season where the song Waymaker, I'm sure you know, the song is like just captured the whole Mm. world. And I was thinking this morning about how, we go through these seasons and there's always like this one song that's twice as popular as the next song and then number 2 is maybe twice as popular as the third and then it sort of spins off into this massive long tail of you know the entire catalog of of worship but we're in the waymaker <laughs> world right now and uh, it's fascinating that I love the fact that the song was written by some unknown you know female worship leader in central Africa who knows where she came from kind of thing and yet oh, her she? song has made it wake a big
0: deal. She? Yeah. oh she is a big deal I have um I feel really honored to be really part yeah. of the Nigerian community and she's a big deal yeah. like she is a she is a really big deal but to see how God will take something from so far yeah. away and and see to it that this song just gets sung in the church at large you know and um it's just been amazing to see it just you know start with a little spark yeah you know because i was listening to this song you know two years ago yeah or whenever it first came out and you know just like in the car and just like oh i found this new worship leader Snatch, and just i love her passion and yeah. it's just everything's so raw and you can just hear it's like in a stadium but then just, you know, people are like, oh, yeah, don't really like this song or like whatever right. people think, you know, yeah. like people, I don't know. But then you start seeing other people are catching a hold of it and maybe artists that they're more familiar with and yeah. they're like, oh, I, I really love this song. So then you yeah. have, well, so, I don't even, like so many artists are covering it right now. Yeah. Like Michael W. Smith did a great cover of it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, my personal favorite right now is Leland's cover yeah, of it. For sure. Just love his heart for the Lord, you know, like on one hand you can hear, sanat she's just like full-on singing this you know and she wrote it you know but then you have that such that tender heart that leland just brings and it's so beautiful i think it's
1: amazing how you can have songs because i watch this how songs are written and so you have the writing of the song and then you have the carrier of the song and sometimes it's not the songwriter, you know like You've seen oh, lots totally. of songs like Lion and the Lamb was another one where it was written, but it just never really sort of came out until you know a certain voice carried it. And I think Leland is doing a great job at carrying waymaker, but there's there's a lot of artists and and yeah, maybe it is that people feel more comfortable with a voice that they're familiar with, a heart, a story, um, a ministry whatever it is. And, uh, and this is the ebb and flow of worship music world that we live in. So I love watching it all unfold on un- unfold. And, um, you know, like I said, I said to you, Sinash was unknown, but that was just because I didn't know who she was. And you right. say she's a big deal. I'm like, Oh, oh well, she's a big I didn't, deal. I didn't realize that. So, yeah. so she's uh, like,
0: Top three people I'd love to meet.
1: Yeah. Well, there you go.
0: Oh yeah. So yeah. Hey,
1: we live in a big world, right? There's so many names and voices out there. And uh but
0: you know, it's diversity like yeah. what you were touching. You know, we're we're part of this kingdom of God and it's it's so vast, yet it's so small. Yeah. yeah. And it's just so beautiful and um exciting yeah. to be part of what God is doing, you know, and yeah. You know, you could sing it in a stadium, these, whatever song it is, how great is our God, you know, obviously it's another song that took the world and, you know, people are still singing it, Um, shout to the Lord, but then, you know, you can sing it big or you can sing it small with two people and that same tangible anointing. And it just releases something in the heart of worshipers. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I feel like
1: through praise charts, I just, I get a little window. I get to be a part of a window into this world and, and uh, I, I love watching it and contributing to it in some small way. So it's, it's really yeah. fun. I tell you, I love getting up and coming to my little office every day. We have a pretty small it's
0: a cool office. Yeah, so.
1: it's, a, it's a nice vibe. And it's small. There's just most of the time there's three of us here. Sometimes there's two of us. And like today, it's just me. So I like I don't have to come and manage 60 people. You know, I yeah. mean, trust me, we have a lot more than three people that contribute into Praise Charts, but, um, yeah. but it's not at a local level. It's uh, it's very dispersed. And yet yeah. I like to keep that like down home family sort of freedom vibe in the heart of how we even run Praise Charts. It's like we were talking a little bit before about how the smallness, right? And it's one of my sort of, I think core values is how could I keep this thing feeling small and yet having a massive world reaching impact? That's kind of like the challenge of my life. I, I don't want to go into a corporate, um, you know, super tower and have a big business of all these people. I, I want to keep, right. I want to keep that uh, small vibe, big impact. So
0: right. it's a challenge. And- it it can be a real challenge for so many people, mm-hmm. um, but that's one of the things, though. And let's just lead into it something mm-hmm. new that I'd like to talk about here in this segment. Um, that's something that I believe um, that core value really shows in the excellence mm-hmm. of the product that you guys deliver, because we see that over and over in Worship Leaders Collective. You know, where can I get this? Where can I get that? Mm-hmm. Just even the the quality of what you guys bring. Um, Is so evident in what we are seeing as worship leaders, you know, as musicians on the other side of that. So Mm -hmm. what, what do you think that, you know, what are maybe top three things that you think praise that that praise charts does that causes it to stand out?
1: Yeah, well. I was thinking about that today. So, um I've kind of adopted this little bit of a new mantra for 2020. It's a bit presumptuous, I suppose, but it's the pursuit of perfection on the music charts. Like I care about, you know, fonts and placement and where that chord is and how it lines okay. up not just on the word but like on the right syllable and then uh, you know, the beats and measures and just indicating all that. And we, we spend a lot of time really kind of diving into that. But at the same time, Jenny, is I don't want, I don't like to see churches turn into just karaoke. You know, I know yeah. we live in a world now of multi-tracks and I mean, Spotify, everybody's listening to recordings and everybody deep down kind of wants to sound like the recording and, Perhaps praise charts just perpetuates that. So that's the angst in me is that I want to provide charts that accurately reflect the recording, but then I want to give that chart to someone and encourage them to say, now mold it and make it your own and sound amazing, but do it in a way that is unique to your church and even your worship service so we write charts in a in a way that it's like now we've we've got this piece of music it's a solid starting place everybody can be on the same page we all know what to play we're going to play the chords in the right time in the right place we're all in the same key all that kind of stuff but now we can use that chart to like mold to this live holy spirit filled setting and still stay together as a as a band So that's, I think that's the unique thing about music, sheet music, music charts. It's unique for worship leaders among almost any other bands because most other bands, you rehearse a song from end to end. It's the same thing, the same time you go and do your concerts, your gigs or all that, you know how to do it. But in, and almost sadly, churches could become a bit like that as well. Uh, but I just want to encourage musicianship where churches are going to a live setting every Sunday and there's a chance to like respond to what's actually happening. So, yeah, so we're trying to provide music that actually, you know, feeds that living musical organism. And, um, and then the other unique thing I'll just say real quick is, is that's unique about worship musicians is most of us are trying to gather together a small community of average musicians and get them to quite quickly sound amazing and do that every week so it's just it's something unique you know i i think i played in a church where every every worship practice i felt like i was getting to know a new bass player a new drummer like you know it's that's just how we do it right and suddenly, mm-hmm. in sixty minutes, we've got to sound like a band, so it's unique <laughs> it's uh and and we have to write music charts to mm-hmm. sort of feed that need that hundreds of thousands of churches every week are trying to do this thing every week they wanna try to sound amazing, sound authentic you know flow with the spirit, all those kinds of things it's 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 quite an interesting landscape, this worship leader, worship music world that we live in. So. Yeah.
0: yeah, it is. And uh, at our ages, we've seen a lot. We've, yeah. we've, we've grown through a lot of ebbs and flows of what God has done and yeah. what God is doing and how people have done it, like the methods.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah. So it really gives you an interesting perspective of yeah. even what young people are going through in, in their experience today. So it's, it's a beautiful thing. You know, like I have friends who are like, Oh, we're getting older, we're getting older. I'm like, what are you complaining about? Yeah. I said, we have, we have so much perspective and things that we have gone through that, you know, we're able to help put more of this heart into the, mm-hmm. you know, into the young people or just say, Hey, like maybe just take a step back here. You know, we're not trying to be awesome in 60 minutes, you know, like let's take some time to get to the places that you know, where God is leading us and he's calling us to. Mm -hmm. Um, So one of the things that um, I've noticed that causes praise charts to stand out is you guys will have different arrangements
1: Mm -hmm.
0: of songs. Now, now how do you guys decide what arrangements you're going to do? Do you just look for the popular ones?
1: Yeah, we have, we have a very well developed, you know, long, like we've been developing it for five, 10 years, the whole system of how we, Bring songs into praise charts, and um, just kind of very quickly, we have a quite an affordable way to bring in a lot of different kinds of arrangements into praise charts, just through a chord chart, because it's not that expensive to make a right. chord chart and make it live. And if people go into praise charts and they look under what's new, they'll see a lot of songs that just have chord charts, and basically after that, we just let people kind of dictate where it goes from there we watch what people download what people purchase and then we build off of what they're doing so like we were just talking about before about carriers of songs and writers of songs sometimes you'll have a song that comes out and it was recorded by a certain person and it just didn't connect and then like like Waymaker for example you know I've had that song in praise charts for at least a year or so but When Leland came along, it was like, well, suddenly it made sense to a whole nether world of people. So so we kind of have this way in praise charts of feeding a lot of music in and then watching what actually happens to all that music without trying to dictate it. Like, I don't have an agenda behind any song. I don't own the rights to the songs that so you know so i'm not trying to push a song i'm just trying to watch and see what happens and so everybody in that sense has a say just by their very actions of what they do in praise charts and, uh, and so it's, it's very fascinating to watch but that's how it happens and it's one of the ways that we stand out say from a site like uh, ccli and song select and you know i love those guys and we're friends and and all of that but one of the ways that we're unique is that they for the most part just have one version of every song it's just the way ccli and song select kind of present them their catalog but we just every time a new version of a song comes out and if it has traction we'll arrange it and our arrangements are also unique because we pay attention to the details of you know the intros the tags how many times they do the chorus and what key it's in and and, you know, how the instrumental, all that kind of stuff, we chart it out, like measure for measure, note for note, beat for beat, so that people have a solid starting place. And then, you know, people can pick. There's a dozen ways you can sing Waymaker right now. It doesn't even have to be yeah. Leland, right, or anything. Right. So, uh, so, so good. I love that. You're like, yeah.
0: you're like a kingdom facilitator. Yeah. Kingdom song. <laughs> Facilitator. That's
1: right. That's right.
0: Facilitating the kingdom. It's so, yeah, so good. So, Praise Charts does connect to Planning Center, correct?
1: Yeah, yep. Yeah. I went and met with those guys in their office. You know, one of the reasons why we connect to Planning Center, because they actually pursued us, is Aaron Stewart used to be a worship pastor in a large church and he was an avid user of Praise Charts. So, he was like, we have to have. Praise charts flowing through Planning Center, and so, so there is a lot of traffic that flows through Praise charts and Planning Center in this kind of like endless circle. You know, right. where you buy music and it flows up to their site, and then people come back from Planning Center to Praise charts to get more. It's a big feeding tube. I don't know how it all works, but um, <laughs> apparently, it's a big deal. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, it's awesome. I love it's those awesome. guys. So you guys have some new and upcoming things in 2020 without yeah. doing a spoiler alert here. Well, I can spoil it. Yeah, I think it would be fun Sure. just to talk about a couple of things.
1: I'll tell you, I have to be super patient in running praise charts because the team some of the stuff that we're working on, it just takes a long time to, the system is so complex and deep, you know, in it's intricacies and programming and databases and servers and all that kind of technical stuff. So there's there's some stuff we've literally been working on for more than two years and it still hasn't come to the surface. Um, But we have what we call in-house PC5 is like, kind of around the corner and what PC five stands for is that it's like the fifth major generation of praise charts. And it's like a fresh, it's an amazing, amazing design. Uh, You know, the way it lays out the way albums and songs and pages and lists and all of that lays out. So I'm super excited about that. And then just super practical things in it. Like, you know, we're rebuilding the entire search engine in, Praise charts, so you can just go in and you start typing, and songs just start like immediately popping up on the screen. Hopefully, it will be like exactly what you were looking for, just wow. intuitively. So that's because yeah. ultimately, people are looking for songs, they don't come to praise charts wanting to read a blog about how to
0: <laughs> grow
1: as a person, you know,
0: maybe they, they just
1: want to come and find a great song that is going to erupt on Sunday morning. So we want to help them do that. Um, a major thing that we're seeing a lot of different sites move this direction, and we're also moving this direction, is something called Praise Charts Team. So team is going to mean that instead of everybody sharing one login to Praise Charts, we're going to make a way that you know the rest of your team can flow in and have access to the music that you've purchased as a church. And we have ways of making that like legal and legitimate. So that's going to be great. We're hoping to sort of stretch the relevance of praise charts down through the ranks of your church, even as far as like young kids in your church who want to play some of these worship songs and they just want to learn them at the piano or, you know, things like that. We want to stretch praise charts right, right down into the the whole church through praise charts team. So that's going to be exciting. And, uh, that is
0: awesome. and
1: it's like the worship leader is going to be the gateway to their church having access to this massive, you know, catalog of, of worship music. So, so another wow. uh, kind of internal brand that we're developing is something called praise charts studio, which is kind of like, you know, imagine if the music is your canvas and, you know, like I was saying to you before you start with the original recording, but now, you know, you're, you're just trying to like, put it into maybe a different playlists and you're putting it into your own key and you're modifying the chord chart the way you want to sing it. And, and then you're feeding that out to your team. So studio is kind of like this. Now I've got the starting piece, the song, and now I'm making it my own and working with it. So, so that's like all coming that. out. And, um, and I wish all of those things. Oh, I actually, I, a couple other things we are working on, an all access plan it might not be all access to the entire like every song and praise charts, but perhaps like uh chord charts and then hopefully building into lead sheets and things like that where you can just pay a monthly price and have access to all the music instead of having to buy things one off so right. we're looking at different ways that people can affordably access the music, and uh sometimes i find th- I find. It's not even so much about the money. It's just about ease of use. It's like I just want to get in, get the music, and I, I, I just want it to all happen in ten seconds, you know, so I can get back to worship sure. practice. So <laughs> it is. we recognize we're we're just that place where people just want to come in, they just want to get the stuff and get out and get back to band practice yeah. or whatever. So that's all fine with me, and we want to be that an easy place for that. So. So hopefully this is early 2020, maybe mid-2020, rolling out some of this PC5 kind of stuff. But for anybody listening, we are definitely working. Uh, I've never spent so much money on <gasps> development as I have in the last couple of years uh, investing into the deep infrastructure of charts. So that's well, happening. It's,
0: it's your guys' hard efforts are certainly... Uh working out because i know in worship leaders collective in probably in the beginning you really didn't hear much about praise charts but i'll tell you we we really sure are hearing a lot about praise charts, and that's one of the reasons why i'd asked you you know you jump on a podcast Uh, so we could just talk about that a little bit more and there's just there's going to be people listening that today that haven't even heard about praise charts yet and we want to help people we want to help facilitate you know and and give them the tools that can help take their teams to the next level um so mm-hmm. thank you guys thank you. thank you guys for being kingdom song facilitators and yeah. you know for all the hours and and the finances you know that it takes to to take the kingdom of god further and awesome. thank you so much for being with us today um just love your heart and you know for people and just your heart for the kingdom before we go though i just want to ask you how can people find Praise charts and how can they connect with you?
1: Yeah, well, you certainly can come to praisecharts.com or you can, you know, we're on Instagram and Facebook. There's always a little, you know, post that's kind of coming out. It's just interesting, Jenny. You were asking about where some of our social posts are, are coming from. And it's yeah, actually it's the interesting story <laughs> about that is uh, it's from my wife who is uh, technically, I mean, you know, formally, she's, she's a part owner, you guys, you, you could say, of Praise Charts, but uh, she is a full-time clinical counselor. So that's yeah. what she does. And she's amazing at that. And she has her own brand, uh, Canvas Counseling, and now she's going to be flowing into another counseling clinic. But she's just really good at connecting with people at a heart level. So she was doing these posts in her counseling that were just like quotes that, you know, people were sharing and uh, it was really impacting them. So I was like, I want to be as popular as you are in Break starts. <laughs> uh, why are you getting all these likes? You know, we have this little like marital competition going on between our right. little businesses. And then, uh, yeah. you know, so anyways, I just invited her and we tried in different things like, we are doing lyrics of songs and now she's just finding that there's some great quotes that are really encouraging and shareable. And uh, in some ways they sort of convey the heart behind praise charts. Like we're not trying to sell music on Facebook and Instagram. We're just trying to be present so that people will be like, Oh yeah. Praise charts. Like, Oh yeah. Ultimately that's what it's all about. Isn't it? That's, that's really true. But um, the funny thing about, about uh, my wife is that, um, is that I tried to quote unquote hire her or you know partner with her in praise charts in the early days, and that was not gonna work for our marriage. We are <laughs> way too different for that and so um so i that, that was a fail in the early days and I learned as a husband I needed to just fan her flame for who she was like if you you are not like me, so let's figure out who you are. And we've gone through numerous kinds of things that she was pursuing, and now she's landed in this counseling world. She got her master's degree, and she's like fully legit, you know, in her zone. And um, and so it's just kind of fun to, you know, I go to work, she goes to work, we come back, and hopefully share a little bit at the end of the day and have a meal, and we're in different worlds. But this little social media thing is an interesting connection between us now that we've never had before, where she actually cares about some of the details of like, Oh, how many people shared that post or liked it or clicked on it or whatever. So thank yeah. you to all of you who, you know, appease us with that. We appreciate it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so good. And yeah, there's a lot of a heart behind the chart. Yeah, And you know, right. no <laughs> the heart behind the chart. Anyway, thank you, Ryan. We bless you guys in the name of Jesus. And uh, we will see you at the Worship Innovators Conference in Chicago. Yeah, looking forward to that. uh, We're going to be talking with Matt McCoy next week about that. All right. Stay tuned, you guys. We'll see you soon.
1: All right. Bye then.
0: Thanks for tuning in to another Worship Leaders Collective podcast. We pray that this episode encourages and inspires you in your journey as a worship leader and follower of Jesus. We also want to invite you to subscribe to our podcast and write a short review as this helps others find us. Don't forget to like us on Facebook and Instagram. And if you aren't a member of our Facebook group yet, we'd love to invite you to be a member of an online community that exists to be a resource to worship leaders from all over the world. If you'd like to know more or get in touch with us, check us out at worshipleaderscollective.com.